Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late. Whoa! Welcome back to It's Too Late, everybody. Welcome back. I am your host, Alan Mosley. No, calm, calm down, everyone. There will be plenty of time to change those cheers into booze later. All right. I am your host, Alan Mosley. Joined, as always, by the number one producer in Late Night, it's Dave Wolomowski. Dave, how are you doing? I like that little <laughs> You were bracing yourself. Yeah. How are you doing, Dave? I'm I'm doing really good, you know. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm not working as much. I got a new guy in the department that likes to take up all the overtime, so that's kind of nice. But I'm still not sleeping. Oh, but other than that, I'm I'm doing great. How you doing, yeah. Alan? You know, I I I've I've had trouble sleeping for a long time, and I've I've known some people that have said, well, maybe that the reason why you have trouble sleeping is because of the things on your conscience. Oh, hmm. So like. I- I, I know. I, like what, Dave? I don't know. I'm just And also on your what? <laughs> on your conscience. Oh, yeah, right. You're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you're going to try to tell a joke on my show, you should have oh. the Laugh React button ready. Yeah. Punch it. Just jam it in there, Dave. You know? Uh Speaking of just jamming it in there, uh, my comrade in arm in the late night wars, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel is back in the news. Made some head, uh, headlines this week, getting ripped by the media on Twitter. After laying on stage pretending to be passed out during Quinta Bronson's acceptance speech for her win at the Emmy Awards Sunday night for writing in a comedy series for her work on the ABC hit show Abbott Elementary. Uh, viewers were left puzzled by Kimmel's antics during Brunson's big yeah. moment, leaving us with some important questions, such as, what the hell is Abbott Elementary? And <laughs> and maybe yeah. even better than that, they still do the Emmys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are you even here for? Why do I have you? I never know when it's the right time. That's what she said. All right, um... <laughs> It's it's so great to see everybody in the live chat saying hello and joining us this evening. Something you'll notice in the chat is that people are coming to us all from all different platforms except yeah. for one. Yeah. They're Isn't not coming weird? to us from Twitch tonight because we got nuked on Twitch yeah. Monday night. Be- and I'm pretty sure it it says that we we infringed upon copyright of the National Football League, but I'm pretty sure it was JG Wentworth. Yeah, because yeah. what we actually played was like two minutes of J.G. Wentworth, 877 Cash Now, and then, boom, channel was dead. This is the wildest thing. I've never had that before. <laughs> just just as an aside, because I know that there's people in the chat right here that were there when that happened and wonder, oh my god, the show went away. What happened? We actually got dinged on YouTube as well. But on yeah. YouTube, it says, no restrictions. It actually says, you were streaming... Yeah. Monday night football and the result is no restrictions. And then that made me wonder should, does that mean we should have just streamed the game? Like yeah, why not? I mean, it says no restrictions, so so Monday night yeah. I think. I think we're doing uh Bill Bill's Titans. We're doing Bill's Titans. Oh. We're doing Bill's Titans yeah. Monday night. That's going to be that's going to be great. Full game. It's going to be great for Bill's fans. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. Yeah, I know. Did you did you watch any did you watch any football this weekend, Dave? 
Uh, no, all all day Sunday I was at work, so I missed pretty much all of it. And I really don't watch anything besides the Bills. I can't keep up. Oh yeah, see that's the thing that happens is that when you watch when you when your team plays Thursday night football and they've already played, then it's like yeah, you're you're now you got a long week before the next game, and they're playing Monday night, so you're going from Thursday all the way to the Monday after next before you're getting yeah. more hot Bills action. <laughs> Is that's that's how they brand their team, right? It's Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Not Bills action. Not Bills action. All right. And they set a folding table on fire. I saw something about that. We'll have to we'll have to look that up during the break. <laughs> um, you probably people who watch the show probably notice you and I are both wearing dark colors tonight. We're in mourning. Yeah. We are. The queen is dead. Long live the king. Uh, condolences to the royal family following the death of Queen Elizabeth II last weekend. But there is some good news for King Charles, however. I want you to take a look right here. King Charles doesn't have to pay his inheritance tax on the Queen's private estate worth more than $750 million. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Look at that picture right there. Incest, kids. Not even once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway... Yeah. No, that's no, it's not funny. No. <laughs> I like look that see, that the one time I tried. that yeah, no that <laughs> well I mean, you know, that that cousin you only see at family reunions? No. No. <laughs> I don't know. You know who you are. Uh the law was actually originally intended to safeguard the royal family from going broke if like there was a situation where several monarchs died in a re reasonably so oh. short succession cuz then they would be paying the inheritance tax over and over and over again, you know. Yeah. Um but nowadays they're really more thankful to have that money when they need it most, which of course is fending off accusations of child rape. Oh, oh my. Yeah. See, that's a good time for the button right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's less fun for the children, but... <laughs> okay, people, a woman has died. Have some respect. Jesus. All right. Yeah, that ain't right. Yeah, that ain't right. Um, You know, I feel, I feel like I've seen a lot of, like, sort of push and tug when it comes to the whole you, you've ever been known to push and tug i've seen some push and tug when it comes to the whole queen dying thing because it seems like there's two camps there's one camp that says well she was the queen and that's yeah. the monarchy and that's representative of colonialism and they're evil and terrible and you have the other camp that says well as as monarchs go queen elizabeth was was fantastic and she was inspirational and she came up during World War Two and, and, and all this stuff and and that, you know, basically you saw the end of colonialism during her reign and so like you shouldn't put that on her, you know, that sort of thing. And and I feel like there's 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 you know, there's some there's some truth to both of those sides. And so I think the official position that I've decided to take is I'm not gonna be too hard of the queen. Because imagine how hard it is to be the queen of a country Mm -hmm. during world wars and raise a bunch of pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a button that's that's uh, like <laughs> oh you know I don't yeah I don't have enough buttons. Uh speaking of pedophiles, so Disney has also been making a lot of waves and I've seen so many people arguing until they're blue in the face over this. What, what Jave? What's your opinion on 
popular media when when some company or some franchise decides to remake something or reimagine some some work of art or in Disney's case perhaps make a live action version of an animated show and they decide to gender bend or race swap <laughs> the characters. Do you do you have a strong opinion about that? I don't at all. You know, if if I like the original, then I'll just continue watching the original if I want to watch it again. They can do whatever they want with their their stuff. I just won't support it if I don't like it. Now, that's a good point right there. If the if if a if a product already exists and you like and you prefer that one, then you have no qualms with just yeah. saying my headcanon is this is the official one and that's it. Mm -hmm. You just wash your hands of the whole thing. Yeah, like Batman. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's right. You like Michael Keaton Batman, don't yep, you? That is yeah. Batman. Yeah. He is. That is Batman. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that so just like in the same way, you have the two different camps when it comes to the queen. You also have different camps when it comes to things like the gender bending and the race swapping. So specifically as it pertains to Disney, everyone is going nuts because they're making a live action remake of The Little Mermaid. But oh, Ariel, wow. Ariel the red-headed mermaid from, like, Scandinavian lore. I might have a problem with this. You can't take out the redhead. Is black. <laughs> well, she's still got red hair because, you know, a lot of black people have oh. red or gingers. Oh, then I'm into it. Yeah. Oh, Mary. <laughs> into it? All right. Uh, so anyway... I did happen to notice before we went on, so they, you know how YouTube did that thing where they they changed it where you can't see the downvotes anymore? You can still downvote a oh, video, yeah, yeah. but you can't see the count. But they've got plugins like on Chrome and stuff where oh, you can yeah, yeah. you can see it. So as as of as of this moment, it, the the trailer for the Little Mermaid with a black aerial has like half a million likes and one point six million dislikes. People are not super happy about the race swapping of Ariel and the Little Mermaid. But the one that I, I just saw the other day is they're doing a live-action remake of Pinocchio as well. No, are they? Wow. They're doing a live-action... Tom Hanks is in it, so you know it's going to be full of pedos. So Tom Hanks <laughs> is Geppetto, and they're doing a Pinocchio. And in the, in, the, in, the, in the original Pinocchio, there's this blue fairy. And the blue fairy, I think, oh. is the one that like brings Pinocchio to life and makes him a real yeah. boy, you know, and all that stuff. And the blue fairy is a is a white blonde haired woman that is a fairy yeah. because mm -hmm. this is this is Hans Christian Andersen. This is a Danish folklore. Yeah. So it like this is this is not being written in the Congo. It's being written <laughs> by a Danish author. And so surprise, surprise, they're also race swapping the blue fairy to a black actress. And mm -hmm. a lot of people were making a big deal about that, too. And I'm going to do a little switcheroo on you. That's not what bothers me the most about Pinocchio. Hmm. What bothers me the most about Pinocchio is that the character Geppetto is a pedophile. And we've just been going along with it this whole time. That's a hot take. It is a hot. <laughs> so, so, okay. So the dude literally makes himself a little boy sex doll. And then he wishes it to become real. Like this is this is taking the phrase of what am I gonna do with all this wood to a whole new level, right? His name is Jep <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. His name is Geppetto, for God's sakes. No. Now you understand why. It's in the name. We never we never realized it. 
God. Literally. It was right in our faces the whole time, just like Prince Andrew. All right. Oh. Um, boy, this monologue's already gone like six minutes over. So probably should... I tell you what. When, so, so I know, I know we're not actually live. We, you know, we, we, we film all these shows and then put mm -hmm. them on air. So, Dave, yeah. before this goes live, put this down in your notes. Let's just cut the whole pedo part. Let's just cut it all out. Yeah, it'd probably, it'd probably be we'll better just, without that. Yeah, after after the child rape bit, we'll just go straight to commercial. No problem. They won't see any of that. Okay, thank God. Guys, we're going to be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cookie time. We gotta see. We gotta get our numbers. <laughs> Hopefully it tells play me our who... numbers. Yeah, we gotta play our numbers. Alright, let's see. It says Oh wow, the word titillate is in this in this. Fantastic. A surprise will titillate you and frighten you, but you will accept it. Oh my god. <laughs> Prince Andrew's <laughs> here. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe it has something to do with the, the TikTok shorts you're making. A surprise will titillate you and frighten you, but you will accept it. Sounds this is like a good thing. This is this is the most appropriate one of these we've ever gotten for this yeah. particular show. D3 says, what does that mean? You, you'll understand when you're older. It's it's not that um, bad. You can Google titillate. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, the numbers are 1, 20, 32, 18, 56, and 30. So I don't I don't like any of those numbers. Oh, okay. Well, you know my favorite number is nine. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I anyway. assume there's no reason. Yeah. Let me tell you about tonight's sponsor. It's Pat oh. Crest Botanicals, which you can find at patcrestbotanicals.com. If you use promo code it's too late, you get thirty percent off your order. Thirty percent? Thirty percent off. I That's bet they insane. really appreciate us doing a bunch of pedophilia jokes and then doing their commercial. Roll right into it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, just like, okay. Um, so I, I've actually got the blue dream here tonight. Check that this is oh, this cool. is the stuff right here, guys. This is the blue dream. Um, when I take the blue dream, um, I mean, I have night terrors, but you guys will probably do fine. So yeah. that's the, the blue dream. It's got the Delta 8 in it, and this is the 1,000 milligram... Uh, CBD Delta 8 um, made in America made in America right there and uh, suggested use take one serving orally hold under tongue 30 seconds mm. prior to swallowing individual results will vary now see I've always heard it you just swallow it really fast and it's not so bad 
So anyway, that's uh. Pat Crest Botanicals <laughs> promo code. It's too late. It's too late. All right. What kind of sissy is just taking one serving? Come on. Take the hero's dose. Get the real blue dreams. Hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? <laughs> it's time for meme of the week. This show is titillating. It is. It is. Meghan Markle opening her inheritance from the Queen's will. <laughs> hey. I did look at these, yeah. Hey, $5 <laughs> is $5, okay? Look how excited she is. Yeah, that's a... God, she can fit a... Hold on. Well, you can't bring it back up now. You already yeah, closed it. Yeah. You could fit a lot in that mouth. Anyway, we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, classic, yeah. Those guys I are everywhere. I, have you noticed the that? Soy Jack. Yeah. Yeah, they're everywhere. That's not racist. I like that meme. No, yeah. it's not. It's not racist. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we better we better go ahead and answer some viewer mail. You guys still doing a show? <laughs> y'all still doing it? Y'all still doing that show? Are y'all are y'all still doing a show? <laughs> what am I doing in this group? All right. Um, yeah. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. There's people say there's people that are in the community group for the show that are like I don't know what's going on in here, but it's it's awesome. Yeah, they're they're having fun. Honestly, that's the best review we've ever gotten. To be honest with you, yeah, that yeah. should be on on Apple Podcast. Yeah, we should. We'll, we'll figure that out. Uh, Andrew Avery writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, if you were to mate an elephant with a barracuda, would you get swimming trunks?" Oh, I don't, seems, I don't think so. Seems like that would be rather unpleasant for the barracuda. <laughs> well, it depends on. No, who's where? It always, <laughs> it always depends on that. But the thing is, is I'm always back there. You know. <laughs> like, there you go. You, you got a what? I'm just gonna stop. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sherry voluntary writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, do you remember? You remember Sherry, Dave? Remember? Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, I got, I got a few death threats. It's fine. Okay." Uh, how many how many tears have you shed for the queen? Um, I really wasn't that put off by it because yeah. she was ninety six, and that's sort of what happens. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, yeah. Yeah, like a lot of people, they want to turn everything into a freaking conspiracy, right? Like, oh, the queen died; she was ill. I wonder if it was the jab or COVID. It's like, well, oh, it, what it probably was is that she was ninety six and ran out of virgin blood. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of sounds like a conspiracy. Oh, okay. No, you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, anyway. Uh, Carl Huber writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what if you become immortal when you fall into a black hole? Mm. What, don't you just, like, get instantly ripped to shreds or something if you fall into a black hole? So, like, how, how does it... Because, like, like, you know how, like, the elves, like, in Middle-earth, like, they're immortal, but you can kill them. They're immortal yeah. to time. They're not immortal to violence. Yeah. So, like, being immortal and then falling into a black hole is a good way to remove your immortality, I would think. See, I think it's just a, a chance I'm willing to take. I mean. um, Well, Dave, let's talk after the show. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
I think the better question is, is just would you want to be immortal? Like, because you think of all the amazing things you could see and do with immortality yeah. that you wouldn't get to otherwise, but you also would lose. Like, everyone in your life, like, if you became immortal today, everyone in your yeah. life right now is going to be dead in the in, a, in a blink of an eye, and you'll still be there. But you can become a wizard. That's how the wizards do it. They just got forever to figure it out. I feel... Dave, let's 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 talk after. Yeah, this, right. I've thought about this one. Yeah. Uh, Carl Huber has has a bonus question. Uh, Carl gets bonus questions because he's yeah. he also has an emoji. But fuck us, right? He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are we victims of fate or destiny? Mm. Well, I feel like the word victim is really carrying a lot of weight in <laughs> oh. that. Like, what do you like? What do you mean by victim? If if you mean victim as in fate or destiny is a thing that just happens that you have no control over and therefore you're a victim. But I tend to think of it more as, you know, it's an opportunity. Yeah, there you go. Like, isn't it nice to have an opportunity line. to have a destiny or a fate as opposed to, like, aborted babies? <laughs> yeah, and also thanks, Mom, for not doing that. Right. Got it. Shut up! Oh. Silly woman. <laughs> we're stacking them now. Yeah. Yeah, we're stacking. Um, we'll, we'll save the abortion talk for next segment. Oh, right. as always. Yeah. Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what in the hell is with the Gators already? So Eric Eli was watching college football this weekend in uh, Florida, played Kentucky down in the swamp. And <clears throat> I think the a sports term for what happened to Florida this weekend was they got befucked. Oh. Yeah, they're not. They're, sports Eric, um, they're not any good. So that's what happened. It's not, it's not really like what. Okay. Are the Gators victims of fate or destiny? <laughs> see the interesting question is is that for for my sport i'm going to do a quick sports ball segment here for you so right. ut and florida have been big rivals for a long time and ut hates florida um because they've lost to florida a bunch of times and especially during tennessee's like slide on where they're at as a program but ut won this past weekend they beat Pitt, and they're going to win this weekend because they're playing akron the the zips who names their team the zips for god's sake akron has a team That's yeah cool. akron has a team. yeah now they get to play tennessee so thoughts and prayers but anyway people were saying should we here's the question should UT fans root for Florida to beat Kentucky so that they'll both be undefeated when they play each other in Knoxville here in a couple of weeks? Or should UT root for Florida to lose because fuck Florida? <laughs> and that's that's an interesting Okay, so I'll I'll put it I'll put it into perspective for you, Dave. Should the okay, Bills should the Bills root for the Kansas City Chiefs to be undefeated oh. when the Bills and Chiefs play later this year? Or should the Bills root for the Chiefs to lose because fuck the Chiefs? Yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, fact. Justin's here. Fact check this podcast. He says, "Fuck Florida." Amen. All right. Always. 
Wasn't there? What was? What wasn't that old black chick's name on that one sitcom back in the day? Wasn't her name Florida? Remember? Ooh, I don't know that one. Okay. Uh, D three says I hate the Chiefs. You sh- you're too young to have yeah. hate in your heart. The whole family's chiming in down there. Oh wow. You, Jane <laughs> Jane hates the Chiefs. That's that's like that strong she, emotion. She, yeah, she just yelled from upstairs. Oh wow. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll should probably. I'll be I'll be good then. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, Law Durio writes, Dear Alan, not not you, Dave. Okay. Uh, are fine. are you and Lyle having some just like something going on? So. Okay. Hope not. What if you had a popular weekly show that made you good money? What if, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What if you had a popular weekly show that made you good money, but you had to have Skip Bayless as a co-host? Would you do it? Is it a weekly show? Like, I feel like I could put up with Skip Bayless once a week. But if the money's good enough, maybe I could orchestrate his demise. Okay. I see why this wasn't directed to me. Yeah, it's it's a sports ball question. Yeah, I have no idea who this guy is. I just Googled it as you said it. Yeah. Um, just think <laughs> of a really annoying person, and that's Skip Bayless. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If we had high production values on this show, right then the camera would have went to you, and you would have went, hmm, oh yeah, and then like a little like oh, thought bubble, cloud, yeah. a thought bubble would pop up, and it would have been a picture like of me sitting here at the desk. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta do something. We gotta, what? No. We gotta get oh, some wait. goddamn paper. I'm, I'm, yes. I gotta be good. We have to, we yeah. have to get some gosh darn paypal donations and patreon subs so that we can take this show to the next level especially since we just lost like a third of our income when our twitch got banned um so aaron aaron just go around all the different poor aaron he doesn't have the twitch anymore just go around all the different platforms and just start posting links you know what baron just go on other people's show and post our links there we go yeah Yeah, like more famous shows yeah like yeah, like go on go on Rogan and stuff and just start spamming the link. Right, Joe fine. Rogan wants you to join this Patreon. Yeah. Uh Justin Campbell writes, Dear Alan and Dave, is Lindsey Graham on the DNC payroll or does he just do it out of principle? Your adoring fan, Justin. See what oh. Justin's talking about is is that you might have seen in the news Lindsey Graham is proposing a bill to ban abortion at the federal level. Now, the reason why this is kind of retarded is, yeah. for one, they don't have the votes, so it's just symbolic anyway. Two, two that's just going to rile up the Democratic base to go vote in the yeah. midterms, when otherwise I think the Republicans would probably sweep. But now, he, now they're just riling up the Democrat base. And three, they just overturned Roe v. Wade in the Supreme Court. Yeah. And the entire, the entire argument here is a federalism argument. That mm-hmm. issues that if if the authority does not lie within the U.S. Constitution, then it, the power is delegated to the states or the people, respectively, not the federal government. And since the Constitution doesn't say anything about abortion, it should be left to the states. Now, you That's might right. think abortion is bad, and you might think that it should be banned, and maybe you would even support a ban if you thought you could do it. The problem is, is that they literally five minutes ago were making the argument that, well, the feds shouldn't have any say over it. It should go to the states. And now five minutes later, they're saying, well, the feds should have control over it. It, It's just they want their control over it. If you establish the precedent that it can be decided by Congress, then when the Democrats get back in, they'll just flip it. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. 
Republicans mm-hmm. are stupid. Not right. very smart, Dave. <laughs> I don't know. That, it's the correct answer. God, that hurts. It's loud. Yeah, yeah that's it's really loud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gary Dykstra writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what was your favorite sports ball result from the past week's games? Well, I think we know what Dave's favorite yeah, result I think, was, I right? That. I, I did enjoy Thursday night football. That was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. So, so Bills over Rams was Dave's, and and mine actually, I I should have I should have had the I always like to have the receipts so that people know I'm not lying. My favorite oh. results was that the Broncos mollywopped the completely pathetic Cowboys, and I know what you're thinking, but Alan. I thought you were a Cowboys fan, <laughs> but but guys, I bet on the Buccaneers. Yeah, because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Speaking of that, you know you can get the picks now. the The first installment of the Sunken Cost okay. Money Pit came out this week. Go get the picks. Bet all your bet just the house. Go get a double mortgage. Yeah. Put it on those there picks. You when you win big, remember that Patreon and PayPal. That's right. I feel see. I feel like that's fair. I, I was discussing this with with our friend yeah. Ryan earlier. That if you're going to take my picks and bet on them, if you win money, you should at least mm-hmm. pay like ten percent, like to yeah. to us, to the show, tip. like a tip. Yeah, yeah. I gave you the picks. Yeah. I I told everybody last week that the Buccaneers were going to roll the Cowboys, and then it happened, and I haven't gotten one tip yet. Wow. Anyway, right. Yeah. And I mean, if they lose, then you know. We've told them, don't bet more than you're willing to lose. This is all for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like the, the articles, like infotainment. These are the mm-hmm. picks. Ha 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 ha. That's, that's, that's what infotainment is. All right. Um, <laughs> Stephanie Jean Brooks writes, can I be honest? Half the time I have no clue what's <laughs> happening in this group, but I dig it. That's awesome. Yes, you can. Yes, yeah. you can. Good yes. question. Yeah. That's very good. Uh, oh, oh no, no, she did have a question. She did. Have, she says, "I have a very serious question. When will my dog only drink from one particular water bowl? And what the hell happens when and if the other water bowl or that water bowl breaks? You ever had animals where, like, you'll you'll give them a water bowl and they'll drink out of it, and then one day they decide, no, no, I'm too good that for that water bowl now. I haven't had a lot of cats in my life." Well, I said animals, but I like how for her it's dog. She specifically said, oh, "When will my dog?" Oh. Don't just don't go putting this evil just on cats, <laughs> even though cats are very likely to do this. Sebastian does this. You know, Sebastian's an old fella these days, and he's had a lot of medical yeah. trouble, and so Anna Kay just freaks out whenever he's not like eating or drinking, and it's not because he feels fine. He's just being a son of a bitch. Yeah, he's ornery. He's set in his ways. Yeah, he's he's worrying my fucking wife because he just decides one day, I don't want this anymore. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm just I'm gonna die. Yeah, and then or she goes and, and buys him like hundred dollar food, and he says, "Oh, I guess I'll go on living." Like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Your new lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you've got kids. Do you think your kids will literally die because they don't like the dinner they had, or they'll get hungry enough to eat the dinner? That's my theory, and I, I really want to test it. Okay. It, if they die, they die. Yeah. <laughs> um, just real quick, we have a ton of viewer mail tonight, and I just want to say really quick live on air before we get down to the bottom, uh, Mary, you didn't submit a question yet. 
technically, no, she didn't. No, she no. Technically correct is the best kind of correct. Mary has not submitted a question. Uh, David Willemowski the third writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, have you ever ridden in the back of a police car?" Whoa. <laughs> Dave, these are stories that are supposed to wait until yeah, you know, older. Like, at least until you're like drinking together. But actually, yeah, I, I have, and and I can tell this now because it's 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 not like very okay. bad. I was, right. it's kind of weird, you know, because my dad, like, we were driving along one of the routes and we came across the interstate, and I said I want to go to my cousin's house, which is one exit over on the interstate, and my crazy dad said, "All right, I'll drop you off here. You go ahead and walk across." So I got off there. I walked up the on-ramp onto the interstate, and I was walking along the interstate. And apparently, you're not allowed to do that because the cop car pulled up and said, "You're not allowed to do that." But he did let me ride in the back of the car, and I got a ride to my uncle's house. And he just dropped me off, and and that was it. It was kind of cool. So in your case, you got you literally got a ride as opposed yeah. to yeah yeah it was like an Uber yeah yeah I didn't even have to call. I tell you what, else. <laughs> I'm glad that worked out. Mm-hmm. I have never ridden in the back of a police car because I yeah, haven't you seen all the statistics that if you leave the scene of an altercation with the kidnapper, the chances that you will be found <laughs> drop dramatically. They and you should be telling you should be telling the young ladies abducted. in your life that. If 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 the rapist takes you anywhere, they're never going to find yeah. you. You got to fight right there. So if if yeah. so if a stranger tries to get you in the back of their car, this is, this is true. You 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 do bad things. Yeah, whatever you got to do. do. Whatever. Go yes. with the rape to a second location. Yeah, I don't care if they've got colorful lights on their car. You do, <laughs> you don't go with the kidnapper to an alternate location. We're running. We're running out of platforms to to stream this show. <laughs> All right, Mary, Mary threw up a question in the chat. Okay, well, the questions in chat don't count. I can't see them from here. Oh, uh, I need. I'm getting to where I need readers. God damn it! Yeah, yeah can you the... hold your glasses up to the webcam? See if I can. <laughs> you want me to right. do it? No, 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 hold on. Right. We we always do her question last because the Bible says something about women and subservience. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, uh, Seth Boudreaux writes, dear Alan and Dave, I'm, I'm kind of surprised Seth's on Facebook, to be honest with you. Oh, anyway, if there, if there were no laws, they're getting more limited by the second. (laughs) If there were no laws, counties, governments, etc., what part of the world would you most like to live in? Mm. Dave, completely clean slate. Where would you like to live? Honestly, like, it's hard to say because I don't know the rest of the world that much other than, you know, pictures and like, accounts. But I kind of like where I'm at. I, I think I'd be a, a little more south, you know, just a little more summer than winter because the winters here are pretty harsh. But I do like having all the seasons, even the, the bad ones, mm-hmm. just for perspective. You have to know that there's evil in order to, you know, look, uh, have good. Yeah. That's a really intense way of saying I like the weather. I like yeah. I okay. like all of it. You should y'all should come live in Tennessee with Mm-mm. with with me and Ryan. <laughs> Why? We have we have winter. You don't have real winter. 
It's I remember all those videos I sent y'all from last year from the snow. <laughs> yeah, you're just shoving it off with your hand. Like, what is this? Yeah, that counts. Whatever. <laughs> I actually, honest to God, I would go further south. Like, I'm uh, upset if it's below 75. Yeah, I think that was the video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Dave, do you own any stocks? Got any got any investments in the stock market, Dave? I you know I have a I have a four hundred one k through my job, so I don't do any of that. I, that's all mutual funds. But the 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 probably the first stock I bought when I left my first job at a restaurant, and they actually gave me this little four hundred one k, and this was like over twenty years ago now. And um, I put half of it into Apple. Hmm. That did, that did really good. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I do not have any stock because I am poor. You're self-employed. <laughs> yeah, I have, um, we were talking about this before the show. Oh, I yeah. have a sure SM7B microphone instead of and that, money. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to, when, when the apocalypse comes, I'm going to have to barter with this stuff, right? Like <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be tough anyway. Uh, Keith McQuarrie writes, Dear Alan and Dave, when you get stressed out and need to unwind, sounds like a Mentos commercial. Um, what's your favorite place or activity? Yeah, I know. I learned to play that on guitar, remember? Uh, when you get stressed out and need to unwind, what's your favorite place or activity to do so? You got, you got a special place or, or thing you like to do to unwind, Dave? Honestly, I'm, I'm here. This is, this is my... Jesus, that spot. You know, not necessarily this studio, this studio, mm -hmm. but being here, doing doing some three D rendering is pretty cathartic. It's just you get focused on something. Mm -hmm. It's pretty nice. It's better mm -hmm. than violence. <laughs> wow, because <laughs> that's the alternative. That took a quick turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it used to be I'd just eat, but then I. <laughs> But then I gained like eighty pounds, and then I lost Stop the eighty doing. pounds, and I was like, "Well, I can't just can't just do that." People in chat are saying I should play Minecraft to unwind. That's oh. that's up that's up to Dave, guys. That's not I'm not in on that. That's just you know makes time. Yeah. Carl says hookers and blow. That's also an option. That's, that sounds expensive. Like I want to unwind, not break the bank. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I guess it depends on what kind of hookers and blow we're talking. I don't know, but um. I would actually I would say what I what I like to do when I'm stressed out and need to unwind, but we're trying to keep this show. Yeah. Like, pretty sure least, it's a felony. <laughs> I don't think it's a she's she's older than that, Dave. Jeez. Oh sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't, don't let that face sorry. fool you. She's thirty six. No. I thought it was the other thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh Ryan Seifert writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite mental illness? Dave, what's your what's your favorite mental illness? I mean, fav favorite liberalism, I think. That's your favorite? I don't know. Or Tourette's. I like Tourette's. Tourette's is exciting and fun. You know, it's it, nobody really gets hurt that bad except for sensitive people. Yeah. Um, my favorite is probably daddy issues. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Nice. Yeah. Uh. Brian Johnson writes, Dear Alan and Dave, 
Are people actually scared of clowns, or have they just decided that as part of their chosen identity, they're going to be scared of clowns? Oh. What do you think? Did I ever, did I ever tell the story about how there was a clown driving around Maryville, Tennessee, where I went to college, and like, like there was there was a clown. You don't think he's going to work, or is he just? I mean, just living his life. I don't know. All I'm saying is that this was a college town, and we would be like, we'd either be going out to dinner, or we'd be on the way to a gig, because you know, like I played music back then instead of going to class, which is why, you know, yeah. and. And there was this clown in a beat up old Ford minivan, like sky yeah. blue minivan, oh, minivan that was just driving around town. And he was usually, he was usually like, like, oh yeah. yeah. Like he, he was usually putting them away and he never looked very happy. Yeah. It sounds like a real clown. Just a regular old clown. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know if scared is the right <laughs> word. It's really more just sad. Yeah. I think I see... some people really are scared. I, I I, think it's a little bit of both. I think some people do, like, oh, I'm scared of clowns. That's my thing. But I think I've seen people who are actually scared of clowns, and they're scared of clowns. Yeah. And whenever I see a clown, I just feel sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Rachel Watson Kennerly writes, Dear Alan and Dave. Yeah, I know, right? The show's all... We're, we're, it's almost time for the finale. We haven't even... Oh, less, Jesus. Yeah, less pressure. Yeah. It, it, it kind of is. All right. Uh, Rachel Watson Kennedy writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite non-alcoholic fall beverage? Okay. Oh. Non-alcoholic fall beverage. Mm. That's easy. What's that? That's apple cider. Oh. I mean, some people drink it warm, but I'll drink it cold, and it's it's a treat because you can't drink too much of it. Otherwise, you're you're going on a cleanse. But it's delicious. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say chocolate banana milkshakes. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. Know I that mean, was... I mean, in the Season. fall here, it's still eighty something degrees. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and finally, okay, where's Mary's question? It never, I never got a notification. Where's? Can you help me out here? What's Mary's question? Oh, okay. I I, I can't find it, but I can. I remember it. Okay. So it's uh, it's it's, dear Ellen and Dave, BK or McDonald's, and what is your order? If I had to pick one and never go to the other, I guess I'd pick McDonald's. Oh. But, I mean, McDonald's fries are better. Oh. And, that it kind of sounds gross, to be honest with you, yeah, all the way around. It's, it's, it's full but, of kind of garbage. Yeah, so I guess, I guess, yeah, so Matt Lacey says Taco Bell would be better. Would you agree, Dave, that Taco Bell would be better? Yeah, if I want something with some flavor, yeah. Then you'd go to Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. Right? Taco I, I, Bell? Yeah, Taco Bell's great. But anyways, um So so you're you were you were saying oh, so you're saying Burger King then, I take it. 
Yeah, I've always I've always loved the Whopper with cheese. So it, double, triple's too much beef, so it's a double Whopper meal. I do like Burger King's fries more than McDonald's fries, and I, I just like the, the flame broiled. If I were to go to McDonald's, it'd have to be a Big Mac because it, it, it's, it's a better beef-to-toppings ratio, and, and the beef ain't that great, so you want the whole experience. Okay, so if you get, like, a double quarter pounder, that is, yeah. like, a lot of meat-to-toppings ratio for McDonald's. And I also yeah, learned that, like, for the for the cheap little burgers, like, just the hamburgers and, like, yeah. the McDoubles, and stuff, yeah. those are all the frozen discs that they take out of the package and throw on the grill. Yeah. But the, the but the bigger burgers, like, like quarter pounders and stuff, they actually use a different meat for those that's, like, meat. Oh, like you know, it's like like, like the chicken sandwiches—they do that too. Where it's yeah. like if you get the dollar chicken sandwich, it's yeah the patch thing. So so I'd get the double quarter pounder with cheese and fries, and I think that that's better than what I I okay. I will say this: Burger King has one thing I love, but it's like seasonal or something. You can't get it all the time, and it's the chicken parm sandwich. They've got a chicken oh, parmesan sandwich. It's got like sauce on it. Yeah, it's got like the parmesan and the mozzarella and stuff on their chicken sandwich. But you, do, it, it's not all the time. It's only, yeah. it's only for a limited time. And so, like chicken prices are low. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they sell chicken sandwiches all the time. They just don't have the parm part of the chicken mm. sandwich. Tomato prices. <laughs> God, shit. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm... Okay. Um, okay. So, guys, I'm I'm gonna level with you here. So, we're basically at the point of the show where we like we have a whole other segment ready. Yeah. Well, speed run it. Yeah. It's either it's either we drag this segment for another five minutes and then just go to the finale, or we do <laughs> the other segment really fast and then go to the finale. I don't have a button for that. Oh, it might work. You're fucking. No, I could do it. It would work. Okay. No, no, no. I don't. I don't trust you. You've lost my. Yeah, trust. I don't trust me either. After, yeah, after the last couple of weeks, I'm speculating. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna be. You know what? Let's. We'll, we'll come back after the break and talk about abortion and 9/11. What do you think? Definitely. <laughs> De- definitely. <laughs> All right, we'll be back to do that right after the commercial break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. I wasn't watching for the cue. Yeah, no, it's we didn't rehearse that before, so I, I can't blame <laughs> you for that one. Um, all right. So anyway, it's been a while since I've talked about abortion. So the thing about abortion is, is that one of the things like this this might this might be a bit of a controversial position because I've I don't have those on this show. <laughs> this might be a controversial position, but I'm 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 going to say it anyway because that's that's what heroes do. So have you have you ever noticed that when it comes to the abortion debate, 
a lot of people will get hung up on this um, rape baby, incest baby, certain oh, number yeah. of weeks. That's that's the cutoff, right? Because mm-hmm. people are trying to find the middle ground, right? They're trying to find the middle ground of, yeah. well, you guys are pro-abortion and we're anti-abortion. And so let's meet somewhere in the middle that says you just can't kill all the babies. But there's certain circumstances where it's like a merciful thing. And those are always um, rape and incest. That's what always happens. And here's the thing. So you know how we talk on the show all the time about how conservatives are just faggots. So this is this is where this is where conservatives mess up. Conservatives will make the argument that life is precious and sacred and abortion mm-hmm. is literally literally killing mm-hmm. babies. Would you agree with that by the way just just aside from what I'm about to say is life yeah. sacred and is abortion murder? Yeah, I'm gonna have to say yeah. It, it's it's hard to say though because if if I truly believe that, I would be out trying to stop murder. Oh well, okay. Well, well, we've already told people to kill the cops trying to arrest them. So let's just <laughs> let's just tap the brakes on that one for tonight. We'll revisit well, I'm that next I'm saying I'm week. not doing. I'm not okay. doing. Well, you didn't have to because he was just giving you. You rolled the dice apparently, and you didn't get <laughs> raped. Um. Anyway, so boy, that's for next week. So. <laughs> But you said yourself, if you so you believe life is sacred, and then then an abortion, by definition, is murder. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. If that's true, then babies of rape and incest, that would still be murder. So you're going to have to square the circle with these conservative retards and and the leftists that are more than willing to watch you guys waffle on your principles because because first of all guys this is the first thing when you guys start making exceptions that that's the end they've you've planted the fucking seed you let these people in on your home turf as soon as you started making exceptions you've opened the door right back up to abortion for all anytime anywhere because the left, dude, the left plays the long game, don't they? They're they're ready. They're ready to go to war for generations to get what they want. You as can, they have been. as they have been. So, if you're going to make the argument, look, there's different arguments. There's different arguments to be made, other than just one. But if you're gonna make the argument that that a fertilized egg, a forming fetus, is a life, that is a child. That is that is something that that deserves protection and has human rights. If you believe that, then how would the one, how would the one made by two people in Alabama, or made by like an innocent woman and whatever I was, was going to say black guy, whatever whatever rapist. Oh, and uh, look at yeah. my African American oh over God. here. Look at him. Yeah. How would that not be murder, right? You, okay, but okay, seriously, I know that people right now are watching like, oh my god. Okay, but seriously, though, I say that because I see Dave in, in my monitor, and Dave's just like, this is the last, this is the last show, this is, this is the end. But where's the lie, though? If abortion is murder, how is aborting rape babies and incest babies not murder? 
It's yeah, it still is. It still is. Yeah. Cool motive still murder. Yeah. 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 So no exceptions. If if that's the argument you're going to make. And I agree with you. I'm like I'm not trying to be contentious. I'm I'm just saying just to the room. If you believe that, then you got to believe that. You can't believe that and say, "Well, yeah, okay, but she really 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 doesn't want hers." Like Oh. oh, as soon as you do that, that we're, we're, we're just back to abortion. <laughs> we're just right back. They're racking up the high score. Yep. Right. Um, so anyway, where's the lie, though? God damn it. There's only like six minutes left. All right. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, fi- I don't want to rush this because this is very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can go over. We have had a couple of short episodes. Yeah, we're due. We're due for a two and a half hour Candy tier list. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's do the nine eleven meme tier list. Oh my gosh! Why didn't we think of that? Yeah, right. Um, we canceled from everything. We can't do an after party on Twitch. What are we gonna do? Oh, oh my God! Mary just said had to had to go. Had to go up to the littles. What did I miss? Mary, you missed a lot. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look. All right. So. All right. Let's. I, well, we can't do a poll either. Let's just do a quick poll in chat. Type one. If you think that we should just take our time and do the rest of this very serious segment, even if it means we go over or vote type two, if you believe we just kind of wrap up the show, but then we stay streaming on one of the platforms. Like, like we click stop recording, but we click we keep streaming, and then we do the segment after the fact. What are we going to talk about while they're typing? Because all these platforms are crappy latency. <laughs> so we don't have Twitch. Right now it's 50-50. Okay, 1-1, one, 1-1-1. One, 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 one. Of course, Ryan would be the only person in the other category, and then he's going to bitch. Right, <laughs> What's this? Oh, my gosh. I think it's, man, All right. it's the world against Ryan. Yeah, I know. It's not like we didn't mean for it to be that way. It just is. <laughs> it just is. All right. Well, I guess we're going to, all right, we're going to take our time. Let's get our serious faces on here. Yeah. So this, we, we just passed the 21st anniversary of 9-11 the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that a lot of people here will probably be familiar with this essay, but for those that aren't, you're in for a very rare treat. So uh, Harry Brown, who was the multiple time uh, libertarian party candidate for president. Do we, do we have a picture of Harry Brown? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There he is. Oh, you know, you know what that reminds, you know what that reminds me of, don't you? You know what he looks like? Yeah. Yeah. He, He looks like that other guy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, uncanny. Yeah, that's Harry Brown. That's Harry Brown when he was younger, and that's Harry Brown okay, later in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Harry Brown wrote this very famous essay, and he wrote it on September twelfth, two thousand one. Now, obviously, that's in a very important date. That was the day after the attacks of September eleventh. Now. We could sit here and do this whole thing of, oh, where were you? Do you remember what you were doing? Do you remember seeing it on TV? Yada, yada, yada. But, you know, that's yeah. we, we've done that for 21 years. We're, we're 21 gonna put, years. We, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. 
But I think a more important question is, is do you remember what the mood was like in the media? Do you remember, do you remember the speeches that were coming on TV the day after? Do you remember all the calls for action? Everyone's saying we have to, and we have to find out who did this. The evildoers have to be brought to justice. Remember all that? I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I, do you you remember you remember seeing the the night vision video of oh, like yeah. the tracers in Iraq and Afghanistan when reason. they're yeah. they're yeah yeah right when they're <laughs> all the all the 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 bombings and everything else. And I remember I was a sophomore in high school. I was a sophomore in high school the year that happened. And I remember all the kids in the hallways going like, yeah, we're going to go to war, USA, USA. And I remember thinking even then, guys, people are going to die. And I don't just mean the bad guys, and I don't just mean the people that died the other day. I mean a bunch more people who, like, like, they're they're just getting the news right now. Like, hey, there was a bombing. Like, now those, some of those people are going to die, too. A bunch of people that have no idea what's going on other than their world's about to come to an end is about to happen because of this. Because if, if, the, if the American empire knows one thing really well, it's collateral damage. And Harry Brown wrote this famous essay on September 12th, 2001. Here's a really, really quick forward, by the way, from Scott Horton. On September 11th, 2001, in the aftermath of the most deadly foreign attack on the United States since 1941, then-recent Libertarian Party presidential candidate Harry Brown sat down and hammered out the single and honest take on the situation. He warned that our government had surely provoked the attack through their wanton violence in the Middle East, and that we should be careful not to overreact in a way that would compound our terrorism problem. If Brown had won the election of 2000, September 11th almost certainly would not have ever happened since he would have already removed the U.S. military from Saudi Arabia and ended U.S. support for Israel's occupation of the Palestinians, the major motives of the attackers. If the attack had proceeded regardless, Brown's war on terrorism surely would have been over by Christmas 2001 and we would live in a very different and much better world today. So here's the essay is titled, When Will We Learn? September 12th, 2001. The terrorist attacks against America comprise a horrible tragedy, but they shouldn't be a surprise. It is well known that in war, the first casualty is truth, that during any war, truth is forsaken for propaganda, but sanity was a prior casualty. It was the loss of sanity that led to war in the first place. Our foreign policy has been insane for decades. It was only a matter of time until Americans would have to suffer personally for it. It is a terrible tragedy of life that the innocent so often have to suffer for the sins of the guilty. When will we learn that we can't allow our politicians to bully the world without someone eventually bullying back? President Bush has authorized continued bombing of innocent people in Iraq. President Clinton bombed innocent people in the Sudan, Afghanistan, Iraq, and Serbia. President Bush the Sr. invaded Iraq and Panama. President Reagan bombed innocent people in Libya and invaded Grenada. And on and on it goes. Did we think the people who lost their families and friends and property and all that destruction would love America for what happened? When will we learn that violence always begets 
more violence. Teaching Lessons Supposedly, Reagan bombed Libya to teach Muammar al-Gaddafi a lesson about terrorism. But shortly thereafter, a Pan Am plane was destroyed over Scotland, and our government is convinced it was Libyans who did it. When will we learn that teaching someone a lesson never teaches anything but resentment, that it only inspires the recipient to greater acts of defiance? How many times on Tuesday did we hear someone describe the terrorist attacks as cowardly attacks? But as misguided and as despicable as they were, they were anything but cowardly. The people who committed them knowingly gave their lives for whatever stupid beliefs they held. But what about the American presidents who order bombings of innocent people while the presidents remain completely insulated from any danger? What would you call their acts? What, when will we learn that forsaking truth and reason in the heat of battle almost always assures that we will lose the battle? Losing our last freedoms. And now, as sure as night follows day, we will be told we must give up more of our freedoms to avenge what never should have happened in the first place. When will we learn that it makes no sense to give up our freedoms in the name of freedom? What should we do? First of all, stop the hysteria. Stand back and ask how this could have happened. Ask how a prosperous country isolated by two oceans could have so embroiled itself in other people's business that someone would want to do us harm. Even sitting in the middle of Europe, Switzerland isn't beset by terrorist attacks because the Swiss mind their own business. Second, Resolve that we won't let our leaders use this occasion to commit their own terrorist acts upon more innocent people, foreign and domestic, that will inspire more terrorist attacks in the future. Third, find a way with enforceable constitutional limits to prevent our leaders from ever again provoking this kind of anger against America. So what of patriotism? There are those who will say this article is unpatriotic and un-American, that this is not a time to question our country and our leaders. When will we learn that without freedom and sanity, there is no reason to be patriotic? Have the balls to publish that on September 12th, 2001. Right. I was, I've been watching this show on Amazon Prime called The Terminal List, and it's it's this show. It's got Chris Pratt in it, and I and I don't want to like spoil a bunch of stuff for people that might watch the show. But Chris Pratt's like a Navy SEAL, and he gets caught up in some conspiracy stuff, and his family is murdered, and then he goes on a rampage. Right? He's he's making it's he's making his list of the people responsible that hurt him, mm-hmm. that hurt his wife and daughter. And he's taken them out. And people love that kind of show, don't they? People love that kind of show. They hurt yeah. his family. They hurt his Man. wife. They hurt his little girl. Revenge. Get them. There's even a scene in the show where he tells a reporter that's trying to blow up the story. He doesn't want the reporter to blow up the story because he says, these these people aren't going to prison. Because what he means by <laughs> that is, is he's not sending them to jail. He's sending them to the ground. Mm-hmm. People love that kind of story. 
That's what those people overseas think. They are the heroes of their own story. They're the protagonists. And it's the little black drone in the sky that shoots a missile into their daycare. And the people responsible for that, they're the bad guys that they don't want to send to prison. They want to put them in the ground. Hmm. Funny how we can understand exactly how they feel because we go oorah and cheer on our favorite character in the show when it happens to him because we identify with him. Now you know how they feel. Print that. Print that on September 12th, 2001. Could you imagine? So anyway... On that note, we're going to we're going to wrap up the show here really quick, but before we do, I've actually got a clip here of Harry Brown. He he died in uh, 2006, I was believe. He actually died here in Franklin, Tennessee, right north of Oh. Right yeah, right north of where I am. And uh he he this is a clip of him on C-SPAN taking caller questions and a a caller calls in and asks him that this is the year before September 11th. Calls in and asks him uh how he would handle uh, protecting our borders and national defense and foreign policy. Why don't you take a take a listen? The other thing, another, my last question is, um, how will we protect our borders from terror terrorist per, uh, attack attack if we uh, decrease our tax bases and um, and and we don't have the necessary. Um, um, our forces to I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, first, uh, with regard to uh, protecting our borders against terrorists, uh, well, let me back up a little further. You, you said with regard to the armed forces. We're not saying that we should get rid of the armed forces. Obviously, we need that, and that's why government is instituted in the first place, to protect us from predators, foreign and domestic. The problem today is that we don't have much of a national defense. We can't protect this country against any two-bit dictator who gets his hands on a nuclear missile. What we do have is a giant national offense. We have the ability to annihilate any country in the world. We have troops in almost 100 countries of the world as though we were the occupying Roman army. Uh, we have uh, bullied other countries into coming to uh, Washington and uh, agreeing to settlements that uh, the President of the United States thinks is good for them. And of course, we've been bombing countries around the world. It's no wonder that terrorists are trying to attack our country. They don't like our foreign policy. They don't like the idea that we are running their countries and they want to influence our foreign policy. And the only way they know how to do that is by blowing up the World Trade Center or whatever. If we would simply butt out of other countries' affairs, then other countries would be much less anxious to come over here and try to terrorize us. Prescient. Yeah, there, in 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 one part of the clip, he even specifically mentions the World Trade Center. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Well, I think on that note, we're 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 going to be slightly over on the show, but I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, we will be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break. Don't go away.
If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash TV. You can follow me on Twitter. Twitter.com at TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash TV. Also, we're on Odyssey. Go and support us free speech platform. It's odyssey.com. It's too late with Alan Mosley or at Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, get us on your favorite podcasting platform choice. Thanks to Anchor FM. It's anchor.fm slash Alan Mosley TV. Uh, I think, you know, thanks to Anchor, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, like all those things. Go on those platforms if you're a podcast person and look us up and give us a five-star review and and type in something like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on in this group, but I dig it. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah. Uh, Dave, do you have a final thought? I'm, I'm glad we covered that last time subject i thought that was really cool because i'm one of those libertarians that haven't seen that before so that was that was good to hear um i had a really fun time tonight you know i always say that but i actually mean it this time this was a great show (laughs) i see how it is (laughs) um well dave there is certainly a uh, link that i can send you after the show for you to get some information you need to make the right choice for you What are, are we doing an after party? What the hell are we doing? Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm lost. I don't know what to do now. Maybe maybe we just, maybe we just maybe we just run the credits like we normally would, and then at the end of the credits, I hit stop record, and then and then we just go away. <laughs> that's, just, <laughs> that's just it. I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Do you do you like? Because we can't do an after party on Twitch. I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, you'll have to send some mail to J.G. Wentworth to get that figured out. Um, I mean, where is it? Is everybody on Facebook and YouTube? Is that what we're doing? It's it's split pretty good. Okay, well, I will stop streaming everywhere except for Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, that's where, yeah. But we will stop recording, but we won't stop streaming. So if you're on Odyssey... Or Twitter, then what are you doing? No, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be on any of these places except for oh. Odyssey. But I can't get these goons to yeah. go to Odyssey. <laughs> like everybody always say, "Man, you're on Fedbook, lol," and then they are on Facebook themselves. It won't, <laughs> it won't go to anyway. All right, that's the plan. No, not float. Floats for babbits. Uh, guys, thank you so much listening to another episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week. Oh, man. Like, I think if I wrote that on September 12th and took it to, like, my local paper, I think I'd just get arrested. Yeah, something. Lynch, maybe? Yeah, you just get sent to Guantanamo. (laughs) Yeah, no, Carl, it's not night. We're We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay for an indeterminate period of time. Basically, until Mary... Tells Dave it's time for bed. Yeah. Well, that's no good. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, no, that's right. Until Dave tells Mary it's time for bed. There we go. We're gonna just keep doing the show. <laughs> just just like just like the royal family. Just keep